You're listening to The Sauropod. I'm Justin Zeppa, and this is Good Advice. I want to say you're feeling, feeling you remember, though I know you're buying anyway. I really will be dealing, the taste is going to move you with its cool, refreshing flavor today. With the power of suggestion, and this fool's paradise, you can buy yourself some happiness with a bit of good advice. That's good advice. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Good Advice. I'm your host, Justin Zeppa, joined as ever by the incomparable Catherine Sherlock. Hi, Catherine. Hello. Welcome back to the program. Hi, thank you very much. Good um, to be here. It's great to have you here. Uh, you're just bouncing back from your first bout of COVID. Yay! Congratulations. Yeah. But you made it. I just about survived. You're back. You're better than ever. <laughs> Getting there. And you're sitting next to the incomprehensible Shrishma Nike. Shrishma, what's up? What's up, guys? Do you- <clears throat> To clear my throat. Was that COVID? No. The- <laughs> I had COVID in India. I had the- You had the, Indian COVID. I had Indian COVID. <laughs> you had Modi COVID. <laughs> which I'm convinced is stronger than rest of the world COVID. Okay. Quite possibly. So I feel like I'm protected. What were the symptoms like? Um, I had a cold. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then general annoyance. Okay. Yeah. Right. I think I'm in the general annoyance phase. Irritability is one of the symptoms they don't really talk right. about they, so much. They should talk about that more. We'll put you in the hospital, but it's still inconvenient. We'll just annoy the fuck out of you. Okay. <laughs> well, we're glad that you're here and that you've also survived COVID. I have. And the snow, apparently, in uh, Iceland. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. You have, for some reason, returned from India after being away for several months. And Face, you've come yeah. back to find storm after storm. storm. <laughs> and it's been a month of snowstorms. And I, I have a observation. Okay. The snow is really white. <laughs> I didn't realize uh, how white the snow is. Okay. Okay. That's fair. What were you expecting? I don't know. It's it's just shade, like, shades of white. I mean, no, it gets you, dirty. This is exciting. Yeah. Can we bring in our other guests? Yes. Just because she might have some insight into this. Right. We're joined by, you know, First Timers Club over here. Long in the making, this meeting of the minds, my favorite and yours, Brindis Reinesdotter, which I believe Hello. is Icelandic for daughter of the reindeer. Is that right? No. Something like that? Nope. No. She's Not a bit? that up. Yep. I did. Reiner is a tree, like a name of trees. Mm-hmm. Okay. A type of tree. And Printis is oh thank you. you Printis is actually you can separate into two. So these will be like a fairy, and Brinja uh, Print would be armed fairy. Oh oh wow! So you are carrying right now. Like an armed goddess. Let's let's do goddess. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like it. (laughs) Listen, you're a native. Icelandic human being. Unfortunately, uh, yes. Fairy human being. You're all kind of like part fairy, right? It's all 17% yeah. that it's all in decode somewhere. Yeah. Um, the fairy percentages. But the weather we've been having recently is what it's like red weather days, we call them. Yeah. Uh, there have been many recent, well, many. Okay. Three or four, three? right? Three. Oh, well, there's one tomorrow. Yeah. Is, oh, it, is there really? Another one yeah. tomorrow. 11. Fuck. Yeah. Is this normal? No. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> this is definitely not normal. We never get snow when it's Christmas time, which is extremely mm. annoying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially if you have kids. 
Yeah. When there's yes. off school for a long period of time and they don't have snow or something to entertain them because everything them is play. closed. Yes, right, mm-hmm. right. Like during Christmas, everything is closed. You're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. want to have them outside playing. And nothing to play with. Yeah, just TV. What Do you have any comment on how white the snow is? I mean, listen, Iceland is, in general... It's mm, really a white pretty, country. Pretty white. Pretty white <laughs> yes. at many levels. The comment I made last summer was, it's really green, guys. Yes, so. yeah. true, true. You know your colors. I, I like it. it, I like it. <laughs> to be fair, that was my, well, my first summer here. I'm like, wow, I did oh, not expect yeah. so much green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they and have... And purple. A, yeah, there's the, a purple? lot of purple. flowers. With the, the lupine. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're annoying. Which is... <laughs> you, I'm really that? Icelandic. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, because it's uh, it's not, a bit predatory, right? It's, yeah, or it's it, invasive. It, it, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Invasive, yeah. So it expands for folks at home. This was my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, daughter of the reindeer, uh, but <laughs> the this was a plant, a flowering plant that was planted to help restore some of the nutrients in the turf around the country. Oh. These oh okay. Well, let me tell you all about it. Um, so please do when the leaves or the you know the petals fall or whatever yep. they decompose and they create wonderful uh, nitrogen. I believe is what we're looking for. Be, yeah. Oh. Anyway, the plants fall apart and they decompose and they create wonderful uh, top top soil that's going to help grow other things because it, it only grows lupina. Uh, uh, that's uh, what yeah, is happening. That's what so they do every year. It just spreads further and further. A little more. Yeah, it will help other things to grow there, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it will all just be lupina. Mm, but you'd really like it to be a tree. Maybe one day you guys will get a tree. Yeah, we don't have a lot of those. We have to plant them ourselves. That's true. <laughs> guys, we're talking good advice here. Right. It is. All right. We have a list of things to talk about. Number one, this is the worst name in all podcasting because it only makes sense when you read it. Number two, this is a show where we look back at the things that we thought we wanted the things the world at large thought that we wanted, and then what we thought about, what they thought about what we wanted. This is a cultural deep dive analysis that will hopefully someday help us all figure out what it is that we actually want. So what we're going to do, Brindis, I don't know if you're aware, we have a certain technology on this show that we use. It's a proprietary technology. It's a trade secret. So you oh. really can't, shouldn't tell anybody about it. I won't. Promise, promise. It's a thing called the rock and roll time machine. And oh. we get into the rock and roll time machine and we can travel anywhere in time and space. We've done this many times to great effect, sometimes to no effect, mm-hmm. as was the case with the last time travel snooze episode. Terrible ratings on that one. People did not want to go to Oklahoma with us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> they, not a lot of listens for that one. Sorry, everybody. Not even in Oklahoma. I, that's a great question. And actually, we need those metrics. I'm going to get on the horn with uh, uh-huh. Transistor and find out if we can dig deeper into those numbers. Anyway, so I'm going to, we're going to go back in time. We're going to go through my old VHS collection because mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I, I mean, we've talked about this. I watched a ton of television and I loved yeah. taping things. It was like one of the first technological oh, yeah. achievements of my life was figuring out I have mastered this fucking VCR. I knew it better than my parents. I had a control of all the tapes. I knew what to do. I knew standard play, long play, super long play. I knew all of them. Catherine, you're looking at me like I've lost my mind. I, was it not just play? I mean, no, I Catherine. don't know what. The, oh, oh God, what have I done, Catherine? Okay, okay. This is this is Listen, also my era. Amateur I'm, hour. I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm what gonna, have I done? 
I'm going to go easy on you because you're bouncing back from COVID, all right? Okay. No, but please don't. Listen, I mean, go on. Every, you know, you know VHS tape, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, you come from a place of beta, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you, the big clunky thing. So, in the beta versus, that's not a judgment. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen. Geez, geez, I come from a place where there was only about, like, it was three television channels. That's true. <laughs> And they were all numbered, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what we have in Iceland right now. That's true. But you have to pay for one of them? One, two, and three. One is free. Yeah. <laughs> and it's terrible. terrible. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, Catherine, you I'm had, so sorry. Yeah. There, there was a, a format war, as there sometimes is. We saw this with, with uh, HD disc versus Blu-ray. Blu-ray wins, right? Mm-hmm. We saw this with uh, laser disc versus DVD. DVD eventually wins. Oh. Um, originally, the OG video format war was beta versus VHS. VHS in the United States, for some reason, wins. There's also this whole issue. I don't want to get too deep into the weeds on it, but there are different region DVD players, and it's a real pain yeah, in the ass. I never really understood that. Region one, region two, like eh. we're all so special. Mm. You're not. So, you can't watch these DVDs. Mm. This is a real problem. It is. This is why I can't watch a Davy Crockett TV movie that I ordered off of eBay because my uh, DVD player is <gasps> formatted for region two, but the disc is region one. It's crazy. Oh, God, you that's guys, annoying. I got you problems. You know, in college, I wonder if it would work on mine. Stop the show. (laughs) Go home. Bring it back. We're watching Davy Crockett. Johnny Cash makes an appearance and he plays old Davy Crockett. It's good. It's a favorite. Very nice. So we're going to go back. We're going to watch these VHS tapes. I've been taping a lot of television because I love shows. I love movies. And in between those shows and movies are a bunch of commercials. And what I'm positing is we watch... Those actually more than the things we actually want to watch. So there's must be something there. Oh, it's a flimsy premise for a show. But I'm going to ask you for some feedback. I'm going to okay. show you some of these commercials. Okay. We're going to describe them. We're going to try to put them into context. We're going to ask, what's the demographic? Who was this commercial for? Oh, yes. Also, is this song a banger? Sometimes they are. Mm. Uh, the Easy Bake Oven, of course, immediately springs to mind for me. I will send you guys all MP3 files of that later, so you <laughs> can you. Uh, rock out to it uh, at your leisure. And also, if you are the you know if you are the target audience today, would you want to buy this product? <laughs> you guys, <laughs> <laughs> we're in a treat. I, I got that. I got that impression. And the other thing is, we're a show that is known. Our reputation is we're known for making promises. Oh. And then keeping those promises. Whoa. Now, what happened was we discovered inadvertently that we were making a promise with the title of the show without even realizing it. Because some people are out there and they're like, I need some fucking good advice. Like advice, advice. Mm. So what we're going to do is we're going to throw you all a bone. If you showed up here looking for that, we will give it to you because we do follow through on our promises. Right. It's a promise made. It will be a promise kept. So at the end, you're going to sit through us dicking around with these commercials. And then we're going to give you some really good advice. I should also add, uh, everybody at the table with me right now is the smartest person I know. Right. You're going to get, I mean, it's not even good advice. It's great advice. Best advice. The other thing is about the show, you guys, and this will segue us into our topic for the evening. Uh, this is a special deluxe version of good advice, mm. not just because Benindis is here, but because it's what I like to call a taste test episode. Oh. Mm. Are we going to be what? eating stuff? Well, 
taste test episode. Right. Yeah, we'll be tasting some things. Okay. Testing them out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or like taste as in your taste in things. Oh! Oh. Well, we'll do that one next time, I guess. <laughs> well, we can do that too. I mean, is it a promise? It if we be. If we make a promise, it we have to keep, keep it. it. So mm. Maybe. The reason I've gathered you all here today is because this one over here has a reputation. And it's not, it's not your fault. It's, it's a, a product of your people. And actually, in truth, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a product of my people that we exported to you and stopped manufacturing. I don't know if you're aware of this, but you, uh, as, a, as a culture, are really into something called Pepsi Max. Oh, yes. yes. I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> This is <laughs> this is why we brought you here to explain this. Um, tell tell me about what this product is. Why you would choose it over a normal Pepsi? Say, how many of these are you drinking a day? Three to five, seven to nine, something like that. Or what's going on with Pepsi Max? Because a lot of people here drink it. Yes. Is it is it the calorie thing? It's got a third of the calories or something like this. Or it, it has zero calories. No calories. Yeah. Whoa. Say it's zero. <laughs> What? Do you know about this yeah, too? Are you on this bandwagon? I'm, I'm on the Pepsi You're so Max local. bandwagon. <laughs> but isn't it like the answer? Isn't it Pepsi's answer to Coke Zero? Yes. Really? Yeah. Okay. When did Coke Zero happen? Oh, do do you guys remember Diet Coke? That was the best. We haven't had that in Iceland. We don't have Diet Coke here. No, it's it, because it, there's something in it that's. Okay. Oh, Illegal. it's one of the forbidden ingredients. That's why I couldn't get Lucky Charms for a year because they changed the formula. Um, wow. Okay. But that makes let's, let's be honest, though. Coke Light is awful. Coke Light is awful. It's not it's good. Disgusting. Is Coke Light a thing? Coke Light's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not good. It's I'm, not Diet Coke. It's not. What it's is like Coke? watered down Coke. Yeah. Coke Zero is better, Coke but it has to be really cold. cold. Yeah. Really cold. See? <laughs> We're speaking the same language over here. <laughs> so, Shushma, you have a lot to say about this. So my what? thing is, I, I I really don't want to be drinking these these aerated drinks. But if I have to, I'm going for either Coke Zero or Pepsi Max. And because you're saying, hey, calories, fuck, fuck you. you, get out of yes, here. Exactly. I don't need you. I don't need you. I just need the sweet burn of Coke yeah. dripping down my exactly. body. Right? Like, right. okay. Yeah. So Diet Coke, that's fascinating because. I would equate this for our listeners in the U.S., of which there are three to five. Oh, um, hi. <laughs> greetings. <laughs> Across the pond. Right, Catherine? Is that what we say? Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> the Diet Coke uh, cult is mm. similar to what Pepsi Max is doing over Absolutely. here. It's the same thing. So... All of this, you know, we talked about this. I was like, Pepsi Max, really? And I don't know why I was thinking that you would be above Pepsi Max. <laughs> above Pepsi, it. Yeah, right. You're, you're better you're, than you're, Pepsi you're Max. You're making judgments. I was. I was being a judge. So what's better? Judge Judy. What do you mean, what's better? What's better then? So what? Uh, what's a better product? Yeah. Oh, none, no, none. None, none, none of these, none of these yeah. things. Okay, well, okay. Well, no, that's, that's me then. Hi, hi. Well, okay, here's the deal. I don't I, s- I'm feeling superior right now. Well, <laughs> none of these things in my life. I'm glad you brought it up, Catherine. I don't say that like, okay, so I don't drink a lot of soda. Actually, where I come from, if I want to be true to my roots, it's called pop. Right. Do you know about this? Yeah, I know about okay, this. Yeah. yeah. It's I embarrassing. Mean, I, I could call it fizzy pop. Yeah. Is that what you call it? Yes. Fizzy pop. Fizzy pop. We a call it fizzy. gorse. Gorse. Yes. Which gorse. is... Yes. Is it gas? Yeah. 
Yeah. Just get carbonation, right. Yeah. Okay. This makes sense. I don't drink it. I want to drink it. This is not a matter of I want to tell you that I'm better than you, although I realize that saying all of this is doing that very thing. Right. Yeah. That's not the intention. <laughs> I will tell you my allegiance is with Coca-Cola, the original, or cherry. Oh, no. Yeah. Whoa. This is what I okay, don't okay. get. Dr. Pepper? No. Oh. <laughs> I could do Dr. Pepper. Yeah, yeah. If I was going to go anywhere, if I had to, and very occasionally, I mean, literally like twice every five years, I kind of go, hmm, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> now, are you familiar with Dr. Pepper's uh, lower budget knockoff? Do you, would you called? like to meet him? <laughs> yes. His name is? Mr. Pibb. Yeah, Mr. Pibb. <laughs> what is this? No, I've never heard it's of it. It's just knockoff Dr. Pepper. Okay. Which the secret ingredient to Dr. Pepper, this may be uh, an urban myth or whatever. Do you know what I'm trying to say? No. Oh, okay. But you're excited to hear it? Always. Uh, prunes. Oh, this what? is what I heard. Was it was the secret ingredient was prunes. That's what separates it from the rest of the galaxy of colas. Hmm. A prune flavor, or has it actually been near a prune? I think there's just a prune in there. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's just rotting it's it's somewhere. It's like the when, fermentation. It was like when uh, Guinness started putting the widgets in the their tall boys. You know, but they just did it with prunes. Uh-huh. No, I don't know. It's probably the syrup. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> the syrup from the prunes. Mm. Like you get the sugar from the prunes. Have we ever looked up the process to make? I know. I'm just. We're way out of my level of expertise at this point. But I was going to say we have one in India called Thumbs Up. Mm. Thumbs Up. Thumbs Up. And it's a Dr Pepper. I think it's a Pepsi brand. No, it's a Coca Cola company. I think. But anyway, it's only found in India, and it's like our version of Dr Pepper. You guys, this is much better. This is where I've learned from using the internet. Everything I think I know is, is absolutely wrong. It's the complete opposite. <laughs> Contrary to soda pop mythology, and, and for those of you playing along at home, uh, I, I Google for a living. My Google search was Dr. Pepper prunes? Question mark. <laughs> Contrary to soda pop mythology, Dr. Pepper is not made of prune juice, nor does it have any part prune juice in it. It is made of a blend of fruit extracts. But the blend of flavors results in a uniqueness that makes many people swear that Diet Dr. Pepper is the most undiety tasting soft drink. Who, what shill from Dr. Pepper is writing this article, by the way? Undiety diet drink. This is a .org website. What am I doing? <laughs> okay. But why all the secrecy? Because they don't want their formula. The formulas, everything. Now, you know the deal with the Coca-Cola formula, right? It's like... Yeah. 17 different herbs oh, and spices oh, and only you, three people know about it. Do you guys know what is the best Coca-Cola they serve in the Coca-Cola headquarters? Icelandic Coca-Cola in a glass bottle. This is, that's what they what? do in Atlanta? Yeah. They import it. Is it because you guys get to use real sugar? Yeah, probably. It's okay. probably the water too. Oh. This, this so it's actually made here. Yes. <gasps> yeah, there's a whole place what? out. Yeah, yeah. If someone Googles that, just don't. I don't know if it was the rule. <laughs> I've uh, heard it though. That's canon now. No, that's official. Um, I just wanted <laughs> people also, people also ask, does Dr. Pepper act as a laxative? Oh. Um, but it does not include any active laxatives. In addition, it does not contain any stool softener, nor does it have any stimulating laxatives. That's courtesy of iupilon.com. And can Dr. Pepper help with constipation? <laughs> Spread the word, everybody. Well, maybe if you, no, I'm not even going to say that. Oh. <laughs> <Catherine>. <laughs> 
<laughs> in for a penny, in for a pound, my friend. <laughs> Dish. What is it? No, no, no. You know, when you kind of like. Oh, I know. Do, do your own like. Uh, Have I ever told you about the time I had three hamburgers in 24 hours? Wait. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, no. I could have used some not Dr. Pepper, <laughs> something more effective. Yeah, but, you know, but you know what, a clonic. What? You know, get a get a tube. The of, other like, way. You, you're yeah, saying the, yeah, approach yeah, yeah. it the other like, way. Pour, pour well, it in sh- the other way. Sh- I mean, if you can pour Ooh, it, you can burn. do it the other way. That's going to be burning, right? There. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah. they recommend. We do not recommend anyone no. doing that. No, Ooh, no, no, that's no, true. No, no. Yeah, no. Ooh, no, 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 no. Nobody no. here is that I'm aware of a medical doctor, correct? No. Okay. Yeah. We're an expert on much, but if you're bored, if you'd like a thrill, the it's pandemic everybody the kicks keep getting right. harder to find <laughs> you can do this at home get yourself a fizzy <laughs> apparently I, I i did i did know someone who used to do liquid? this regularly what? okay not for themselves not with like fizzy liquid with with water or i don't i have no idea what she used oh. i have no idea what she used. what kind of friend are you <laughs> <laughs> how did you go into but details why? did not <laughs> oh no um this does lead indirectly into another urban legend i have just looked up that coca-cola if you pour a can of coke into your toilet it will clean your toilet bowl Mm. well so i searched coca-cola toilet cleaner yeah it's given me courtesy of today.com that's a almost reputable morning news program in the united states doesn't really work though how to use coke to clean a toilet Pour it along the edges of the toilet bowl. The carbonation will take care of the heavy lifting for you. The heavy lifting. Oh, Ew. All right. Why would you leave it to get to the so heavy lifting So why would we point? be okay to drink something that takes care of the heavy yeah. lifting in a toilet? Yeah. It's a great question. <laughs> I don't know. I love Coke. Um, I think it's a problem that I drink it as much as I do. Um, but only Coke Zero or Pepsi Max. Yeah. So, But you, it's still on the menu for you, yeah. at least occasionally. Yeah. And Sherlock, you're better than all this, right? Yeah. You don't although, even own a television? Is that the- No, no, I do. <laughs> I, I you even recently upgraded. But um and, fun- and funnily enough, just this week, I did buy one small bottle of Coke. Did yeah, you? Proper Coke. Wow, yeah. okay. Um, because I had a hankering for Malibu and Coke. <laughs> ah, that'll do it. Yeah, yeah. So I ju- just Classic to use it as a, as a mixer. Sure. At some point, I just that- wanted it in the fridge, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I can hit that spot when I need to. But uh, other, uh, I mean, it's I literally go years without having it. I would love to have it. I just uh, you have one, you're having all of them. That's yeah. kind of how I deal with a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Uh, guys, get into the rock and roll time machine. Um, mm-hmm. There are four of us. I have cleaned out the that other seat over there so that's for you just if there's anything just push that that's like a windbreaker just push that aside and please everybody buckle your safety belt and get ready for it okay okay we are going back to the magical year of 1995 and we're here so welcome to america i hope you the united states of america i can't just call it america (laughs) are you feeling more free at this point no (laughs) was it freer in 95 than it is now? listen freedom is never free we've already established this especially in america you have to pay for it the 90s 
were a great time in the United States, I have to say. I mean, and I know this. everybody will say this about the era that they came of age in or whatever, but, I mean, by all accounts, objectively, when the biggest deal was the president got a blowjob from an intern, right. mm. like, things are fine. Things are going well. Like, the economy was kind of booming. Everybody was doing really well. The wars were minimal, ongoing as ever, but minimal. And uh, we had a lot of time to just think about how we felt about things and then write grungy albums about them, I guess. So, I don't know. I'm all about it. But here we are. This is, uh, we're in my neighborhood in Howell, Michigan. These, what you're surrounded by are uh, trees, actual trees. Uh, A lot of, (laughs) they're very tall. I can see you gazing up at them in wonder. No, this is not, we're not back in dinosaur times. This was, this is the reality of the U.S. of A. This is freedom. It's actually treedom. If you will, please come inside. Thank you. And we're going to go down to, it's 95, so actually we don't have to go down. We're, we're out of the basement at this point. We're going to go. There's an addition added onto the house. So we're going to go there. Okay. Um, everybody's off at my sister's dance recital right now. She's always fucking having dance recitals. We're always going to them, and they are hours long. So we are in the clear. We have the place to ourselves. Let's just rifle through some of these tapes here. Uh, so I wanted to tell you about, while I was doing research for Pepsi commercials, it turns out there are uh, 17,000 Pepsi commercials. Whoa. That's a, an estimate, a rough shot in the dark, if you will. But there are a bunch of them in a very small amount of time, which indicates to me that this was a very uh, volatile time in the cola wars mm-hmm. of the... Mm-hmm. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, up until today. Is that how long they've been going on? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So back in, I want to say, the late 60s maybe, okay. Pepsi is trying to compete with Coke, right? right. And Coke's always number one. They were first yeah. in the game. They actually had cocaine in their formula at one mm-hmm. point. It's a whole thing. You know, the the, the logo is uh, known across the globe. and They invented Santa. Mm-hmm. And they invented the modern Santa Claus. Exactly. Uh, and those adorable polar bears. I don't know if you guys have ever seen those, but so cute. they're so satisfied with their Coca-Cola experience. Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> so and Pepsi is like the, the new kid on the block or whatever. So they're like, we need to be proactive and uh, really take it to them. So they start talking about the Pepsi generation. This is an ad campaign that they came up with. So I was doing research, AKA I Googled it. I did a very shallow Google. Uh, And what I learned was that they actually didn't even come up with this brilliant idea. They outsourced it to the public and said, you guys, why don't you come up with an idea for us and then we'll sell it back to you. And this is some lady came up with, uh, I forget forget her name. Sorry, lady. Sorry, Pepsi lady. Well done. She came up with, why don't you call it the Pepsi generation? They're like, great. Got it sealed, delivered. They do a whole ad campaign. And then this takes off like wildfire and inspires the, I'd like to teach the world to sing. Uh, Coke commercial of the early 70s, right? For all of you Mad Men watchers out there, Mm -hmm. this is Don Draper's masterpiece, right? Some would argue the carousel, but, you know, uh, who am I to say? And so it's that was like the start of the wars. But anyway, Pepsi attaches itself to this concept of the generation thing. Like, they can't let it go. They're like, we had one win. We're going to stick with this. So let's start back. I got a tape here from 1987. This is a crazy question to ask. For me, anyway, but I am old and also in a foreign land. Do you know who Michael J. Fox is? 
Shrishma, do you know who Michael J. Fox is? No. You do. I've heard the name. Sherlock? Hell yeah. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> so Michael J. Fox was a sensation of the 1980s. Okay. Do you know the movie Back to the Future? Yeah. He's that guy. He's the main guy, oh, the kid, okay. right? Who travels through time, drives the car and all that. Not unlike our rock and roll time machine. You are actually the Michael J. Fox of Iceland. Oh, I like it. Um, so he was also on a popular hit sitcom called Family Ties, mm-hmm. where he plays a character called Alex P. Keaton, who is a young Republican because this was the age of Reagan and his parents were a bunch of hippies uh, oh. living in the 80s. So he's shooting Family Ties during the day and then shooting Back to the Future at night. Very famous man. Eventually got uh, MS or Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And so he's uh, an advocate for that, you know, finding help for that. He was on this show, um, The Good Wife, for a while. Oh, was he? Okay. Spin City, another one. That was a 90s sitcom, mid-tier sitcom. He also did some Pepsi commercials. So we could have started with... There, again, there are so many Pepsi commercials that we're not going to talk about. So let's just get them out of the way now. We're not talking Michael Jackson. Uh, he did multiple. This is there was a story about him. We can't we can't even get into it. All right, there are a lot of stories about Michael Jackson. Yeah, we're not going to talk about Shaquille O'Neal and the Big Slam. We're not going to talk about the animated cows who drink Pepsi. These are all options we could be experiencing right now, Catherine. I swear to you. Wow. There are just too many. We've got better ones. We're going to start with Michael J. Fox. Check it out. Again, very focused on generations. Target audience, generations of cola-loving youths. Generations of cola-loving youths. Oh, Hi. yeah. New neighbor. Ah, ah. store. Could I, I like borrow a Diet Pepsi? Sure. Borrow a Diet Pepsi. Yes. Highway to the danger zone. He's real tiny. Oh, no! Listen, if you don't have a diet Pepsi, I got it. You okay in there? Here's your diet Pepsi. That must be my roommate, Danny. Danny? Hi, I'm Danielle. You got another Diet Pepsi? Sure. Diet Pepsi, the choice of a new generation. But he had a plastic bottle in his hand. Now it was a... So let's talk about what just happened here. What did we just see here? We saw a young Michael J. Fox, peak Michael J. Fox. I think I remember this. I think this came to the UK. This was a very famous. They spent a lot of money on this. I mean, it's kind of cinematic. It's a full minute. I wasn't born yet. Um, You were not alive yet. (laughs) Boy, did you miss a time. Actually, these were terrible years. But I'm only 89, though. It's two years later. Yeah, okay, I'm okay, here. okay. I'm here. <laughs> the, we're almost into your era, then. Yeah. We're very close. A sexy 80s lady shows up at Michael J. Fox's apartment door and says, I need some Diet Coke. Pepsi. A perfectly... Oh, di- oh. oh, what did you do? Keeping me honest. I like it. I was, that was, I was testing you to see if you're all paying attention. Apparently you were. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I got Diet Pepsi. Who doesn't have Diet Pepsi in their fridge? It's crazy. 
Uh, and he, like any normal human being, has a two liter of Diet Pepsi that he has completed, put the cap back on, and then replaced, put back into his refrigerator. Yeah. So he's like, what about a Diet Pepsi? And he sneaks out his window. Uh, there's a, a lot of action of him flailing and falling. and there are uh, many cars. A lot of mm. cars. Yeah, cars mm. coming hither and thither. And yawn, rain, rain falling. terrible rain. And he looks across the street. Once he got a nice diet Pepsi machine, and he's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> this lady is now my girlfriend because I got her a diet Pepsi. And he comes and she back. And ha- has a friend. Danny roommate and it's even harder than she is and you're like mm. but you're like Danny wait a minute does she have a boyfriend is oh, that the twist mm, Danny's yeah. a girl what a woman I'm sorry Danny you're a, a woman <laughs> you have substance and merit I'm sorry you're not a girl I'm not you know what I mean um and then he it's the choice of a new generation so we're still on this new generation kick yeah talking about this this goes on, this campaign kind of carries on for a little while. So if we go to 1989, which would be when Back to the Future Part 2 came out, we were and Best year they ever. sort of, uh, yeah, a lot of really cool people were born in 1989. Um, they sort of mix the futurism aspect of Back to the Future of how we associate Michael J. Fox with that, with this concept. Let's play it for you now. 1989. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> Michael? What's taking you so long? There's one taste that just can't be duplicated. Michael, you just don't look yourself today. Diet Pepsi, taste that's generations ahead. Generations ahead, everybody. Still mm-hmm. talking generations. Did you? I think I understood the ad. You don't think you got it? No. Describe to me what you just saw. He had a, a machine version of himself Correct. created. Yeah. And then him and the machine version were fighting for the Pepsi. Must have been the last one. He's always um, short on Diet Pepsi. Oh, yes, that's the last one. He drinks a lot of it. And then the robot wins, maybe? And throws the real one? Like a I think it was an action. Yes. I think he fell down he just, somehow. Well, he's destroyed. He's vanquished by his doppelganger. Right. Maybe. And then mm-hmm. he is apparently married or dating Aunt Becky, a young Lori Laughlin from uh, Full House, who would later uh, find great fame going to prison for bribing people to say that her kid was on uh, the swim team or whatever. What? Ooh. She was one of those. Olivia Jade. Remember this? This is a couple years ago. Is Big scandal. scandal. Yeah. The scandal yeah, that's right. The first ad that you showed, they remade the exact thing in India with Shah Rukh Khan. Really? Ah, okay. Oh. Folks at home who listen to Beret for Bali will, of course, recognize that name. Right. Uh, exact same deal? Exact same deal. Okay. Yeah. Now, which Khan was this? Which He was the King Khan. Mm-hmm. He was the- Lagan D- Khan? No, no. The no. first movie. Oh, oh. DDLJ Khan. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. So, this is a, a baffling commercial. I don't understand- what he's why he's building a robot of himself, why he's dressed the robot in the same outfit. And then is it because like robot is a sign of the future generation? So it's the taste of even Oh, it's like, generations ahead. This right, is it. Right. And he was putting together a head. I guess. That must be it. That's a stretch, Pepsi. No, that no. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. And then Becky comes in way. and she's like, Michael, you're spending an awful lot of time in here or something like that. Right. So he's out in the garage building his doppelganger. For no particular, what what is the scheme here? I wonder. 
Do you have any theories? No. (laughs) (laughs) I think this commercial was done maybe in like March of 89. Then I wasn't born. Oh, okay. okay. So it's not as cool as it could be. It's not as... The, um, I mean, if it was June, it would be better. Right. Your mojo hadn't entered the, <laughs> yes. the universe yet. So, okay, I get it. Michael J. Fox does a couple of these. It's really confusing. It's not confusing, but it, it, the message is like you're selling a soda. It's a very long walk to very get to. Very tenuous. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I want... I also would like a Diet Pepsi, just like Robot Michael J. Fox. Like, that's the idea? I don't know. Because then I get to take over his life and date Aunt Becky. And but a robot doesn't have feelings, technically. So how is a robot feeling all these things? You gotta be careful, because in the future when the robots... <laughs> we just had this conversation about Siri. Right, but this She's always listening. But clearly, this particular <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> robot was showing preference. Right. And seemed to be quite happy about going out with the human lady. Yeah, that's true. It's the, uh, the Turing test, right? Is this the Turing test? If if you build yourself a doppelganger <laughs> and it can steal a, not only your Diet Pepsi but also your wife, yeah, then it's it then you've successful. achieved real uh, mimicry of human life, something like that. Yeah, I think that's the case. It's the fact that it is yeah. drinking soda and stealing people's wives are key characteristics. Yes. Well, well, let's pray that it's jealousy, uh, right? Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and instant gratification, decision making. It's all there. I think we're onto something, but uh, we can't linger here because we have so many fucking Pepsi commercials. I can't even tell oh you my guys. God. Seventeen thousand so to go through. So look again. We're going to stick with the generational theme right. here. What happens in the early nineteen nineties, though, is guys. It's a different generation. It's the choice. It's it's a little bit f- further behind than generations ahead. We still don't have uh, doppelganger robots in the early 90s, but we're definitely beyond the choice of a generation and those 80s ladies living together, presumably doing a lot of kissing on each other. They're not living next to us anymore. Mm-hmm. We've stopped putting empty bottles into our fridge. We learned, okay? Like, there's progress here. Okay. Society. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we entered the 90s, though. 1991. So... Yeah. Do we start? Okay, let's watch the commercial. But do we I, do we see a trend where it starts marketing to children versus young adults? I would say that that falls under the Shaquille O'Neal big slam. Okay. okay. So this is uh, you know spoiler alert. We're probably gonna have to do another Pepsi episode. Okay. You guys, there are just too many uh, gems. Got you. We can't miss them. Uh, so let's check this one out. 1991, the summer chill out. Can you handle it? Can you not? Find out what the heck it is, May 12th or whatever it said there. The summer chill out. This was a teaser commercial. So this is, they're announcing to the world, we've got a whole new ad campaign coming your way. Oh, why so this is was this teasers for oh. ad campaigns? What? Yeah, this is a, well, I mean, it's the 90s. This is how we roll things out now. We're going to tease you. We're going to play this one over and over again. You're going to want to know what is the summer chill out, right? I know you want to know. This is the same concept as Coke has been doing for the last years. 
the the thing about everything's drab, nothing's happening, mm-hmm. and then they open up a coke and they all start dance, dancing. Even my five year old, yeah, said that if he drinks coke, he will start dancing just because of the commercials. He's five. I'm like, yeah, sure, honey. Does he know about this guy was wearing a straw hat and some Ray Bans? Does he know about that part? Yeah, even the because that's a big was selling Ray Bans. Was he? <laughs> I mean, it's a powerful product, you guys. But I know you want to know what this is, right? So, yeah. Right. So excited. <laughs> Please. <laughs> do, we, do we now get to the meat? I hate to break it to you, but you will find out okay. what it is. Okay. <laughs> no, we want to see. The big chill out. Summer chill out, everybody. Okay. How do you relax Pepsi style? On the beach. Okay, we're answering the question. What the heck is it? What the heck it is? Hand gesture. Dr. Ruth, famous sex therapist. This is a who's Annette Funicello. Some other guy. Watch the chill palm flat in and out. The elbow must be close to the body. Bo Jackson. I did it wrong. You can poke someone's eye out like that. Gilbert Godfrey. Yago. The chill is this one lake of the 90s. Okay, you guys. I got to tell you, I don't want to speak for the room. I'm so confused. This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. This is so dumb. Were they really trying to instill some kind of behavior? Catherine, this worked. I got to tell what? you. So at this point, this is 91. Mm, yep, 1991. I am 10 years old. This is targeted right to me. So you were like this also. I remember people in school like, did you learn how to do the thing yet? Which is whatever whatever this Oof. is this it's an arm motion for you those of you at home you can't it's obviously it's an audio medium you can't see this so the chill out chill wave hand gesture which i guess was supposed to be i don't even think i'm doing it right it's i feel like, like, like it, a, i've um, seen this before isn't it isn't like it's in this like walk like an egyptian it's a bit yeah well yeah that's walk like an egyptian what did you, you did like a you did something else maybe because he had his palm up right. and then he went down with the palm Mm, she was clearly listening to the instructions. <laughs> <laughs> I was distracted yeah. by trying to figure out who is that. That's somebody I'm supposed to know. Who is that? Yeah. So there's the I, old man in the first guy. Okay, so there's the, the the old lady is Dr. Ruth West yep. West Time, right? She she would talk about your sex problems on the radio. The little German woman. Was she the one who also did the column? No. Yeah, I think so. She did a column. Okay. Yeah, she's a figure. But they're very like. B-list celebrities. Oh yeah, Annette Funicello. <laughs> Who's giving a shit about her? Son? All right, all right, all right. So Annette hey. Funicello. <laughs> Do you know, know who that is? Oh, that's your mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> she was one of the original Mouseketeers. What? Oh. Do you know what the Musketeers? No. No. Okay. So I've heard these the, like words. Musketeers. Have you heard of mice? Have you heard of Walt Disney? Yes. Yes. You've heard of his Disneyland. Yes. So the. How he got funding to build Disneyland in the 1950s mm. was he cut a deal with uh, one of the networks, CBS, something like that, where he's like, here's what I'm going to uh, – I don't have a Walt Disney voice. I'm sorry. It's, it's just a picture of an old white guy who smokes a lot, right? So um, 
he's like, here's what I'm going to do. I've got all this content and you can have it. Uh, you're going to pay me for it. And I'm going to broadcast exclusively for you on Sundays or whatever. He just like basically bought himself a TV station, uh, or at least a lot of time on a, a TV network. And, and this is where you would see, uh, uncle Walt shows up and he introduces whatever you're going to watch, you know, lady in the tramp. Uh, you know, when I was working on lady in the tramp, here's how we used to do it. And then you go behind the scenes thing and mm-hmm. he'll go talk to an animator or whatever. Anyway, all of this programming paid for Disneyland. And then this TV show then became like a, a, a circle, you know, like one fed the other. So it's like, Oh yeah, everybody's watching television. Like oh, I want to see that new Disney movie. That's going to be on television. Oh yeah. Disneyland. So it just became one big commercial where you'd be like, I'm here at Disneyland and I'm about to show you this thing. Check out this thing at Disneyland. Mm. Part of it was the Mickey mouse club, mm-hmm. which is a group of kids who had a little television show and they would wear the mouse ears and then they would uh, wear sweaters with their names on the front. And then you at home could also be a Mouseketeer and join the Mickey Mouse uh, Club. And it's a real... That's not who I thought the Mouseketeers this, were. <laughs> were you thinking about... The Three Musketeers? Dumas. Yeah, you were thinking nice. about Dumas. Yeah. I think my brain went to the same kind of place. Okay. Okay. So they redid a version where yeah, they had that three mice. And just yeah. it so happened to know Listen. all about it. <laughs> I thought that's where the story was yeah. going. Same. I've got like the th- th- I'm like, show. okay, where, where, where's the musketeers coming into this? So, nope. yeah. Just, just, yep. a, just a clever, almost na- almost rhyme type of thing. Um, I do have the three musketeers over there. I could go get it. You know, we could just make this a that that type of show. Redo some three musketeers. We are musketeers. <laughs> that's not the catchphrase. Do you know the catchphrase of the three musketeers? Oh, is one it one for all and all for one? There you go. Thank you. <laughs> you guys. There was some animation of that. There was animal based. <laughs> I'm sure there is a version. There's a Mickey Mouse Three Musketeers See? with Goofy and Donald, I believe. Oh. Oh. Oh, it, well, I them. Why is that so disappointing? Guys, <laughs> they're not Mouseketeers anymore. They're, they're <laughs> Dogateer and what's the other one? A duck. Duck. Duckateer. <laughs> Donald Duck. Duck Tanyan. A little bit of that's pretty that's good. good that's pretty good all right guys i don't know where, how we got here but we have to get out of here we have to go back to the 90s for fuck's sake so listen this is a dumb thing that happens uh the big chill out gesture but it does work for a little while and but then what happens is that's that's 1991 mm-hmm. and american culture is going to go through a profound shift at the end of 1991 with the release of Nirvana's Nevermind album, which then turns into 1992, which is when, you know, the flannel shirts, flannel channel, flannel oh. gang gets together and everybody is kind of moody and rocking real hard and we're all getting crazy haircuts and things are pretty good. That was a great time to be alive. Okay. Um, I was alive. You were, you were there. I, I saw you there. You were there. <laughs> we felt you. The big takeaway from the summer chill out is like that that early '90s fashion, which is really just late '80s fashion. So it's it's a very some people, some segment of our audience will understand. It's a very Saved by the Bell type of aesthetic yeah. out there. A lot of neon colors. Mm-hmm. We're all about surfing the beach, probably pizza, probably ninjas, probably skateboards. Like that was such were the times, right? But listen, things are getting kind of serious 
with uh, now that Soundgarden is in the public consciousness, right? So we need to get a little bit more real, you guys. So we're, we're changing generations is what I'm telling you. So let's see what that looks like, all right? It's a little, um, it's a little cooler, okay? If you guys are, can handle it, okay? Think about how you'll spend your life. 24.5 years sleeping. 3.1 years eating. 2.4 years in the bathroom. 3.2 years listening to boring lectures. Dung beetle. Which leaves 5.1 months for pure, unadulterated, mindless... Pepsi gotta have it. So we've actually escaped the vacuum of generational based taglines. We got it. We, now we just gotta have it. It's as simple as that. But you see the aesthetic shift. Like no more neon. This guy's he's still got his Ray Bans, but they're you know all black. He's wearing all black. He's a cool character. His hair's long. We've got some uh, pretty grungy music pumping in this thing. It's like a Grease vibe. When was Grease released? Like like the movie Grease? Yeah. Oh, that would be well, the late 70s, I would say. Oh. The late 70s were really into the 50s. Oh, okay. And the 90s were really into the 70s. Mm. I think that's how that goes. Is is does is so the tagline here is gotta have gotta it. have it is that the one that kind of sticks for Pepsi? It or? doesn't stick that long. No, I don't remember that. Mm. I remember the generation thing. So okay, they're trying to capture the new generation of a little bit more independent, right. punk rockier type of soda drinkers. Right, mm -hmm. Catherine, you do not look convinced at all. Mm -hmm. This is not working for you. Mm -hmm. They're more rebellious. I rebellious, guess. yeah, in, yeah. The, in, I mean, we're talking about going night, to the bathroom, right? you know. Like this is some toilet brand like level uh, content here. It kind of, it kind of gives one the blues. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh God, Jesus. <laughs> now, along with great tasting colas, uh, another American tradition is blues. Everybody, and I know that sometimes you feel kind of down and out. You're like, oh man, it's 1992 and. Just happening, and my favorite, you know, my favorite band just sold out. They're selling Crystal Pepsi, and just feeling kind of bluesy, you know. And it puts you in a mood of like a black and white type of video where rain is falling. And who's that guy? That's fucking Ray, Ray Charles. Why do you look so down, Ray Charles? Why you sad? I'm feeling empty. Uh oh, I'm feeling blue. Brandy, so you don't have this in this country, but it, this is called soul. <laughs> and I, know I love it. Is, yeah, that's the thing. It's very lovable. Yeah. It's, it's the, the right best. One. Now I'm left to high and dry. And man, you don't even want to know why. Oh, I kind of no. do, Ray. Tell me. Charles is a whole. Man, now that's the blue. <laughs> what? Next time you want to die at Pepsi Ray, all you got to do is ask. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the right one, baby. <laughs> you guys, I know that touched all of you. In different ways. In different, yeah, sorry. Some, <laughs> some ways inappropriate. Okay, so this is this is the big finale, this run that we're about to do here. Okay. Uh, this was an epic ad campaign. Right. This this generated T-shirts, 
hats, probably a fanny pack or three. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Beach towels, I can Please imagine. Don't say fanny pack. Well, that's right. In your language, it's a little different, everybody. Yes. Everybody at home, our American friends, go on urbandictionary.com or whatever and look up fanny. Fanny. <laughs> Isn't it butt? No. No. Oh. It's uh, the minge, right? Front door. Oh, <laughs> of the lady. <laughs> I that's mean, that's where it sits, though. Yeah. So it makes pack. sense. Yeah. Pack. Pack. But wait, wow. Okay. Okay. This is a whole thing. How the hell did that even come about? Fanny pack. Because it's, no one uses fanny, though. They is use it. Is it a bum bag? A bum bag. <laughs> Do you call it a bum bag? You call it a bum bag because fanny means pussy in the UK, right? That's the So the what deal. does fanny but mean? fanny in America Fanny means butt. Butt. Oh. But is it on oh. your butt either? That I could mean, get real confusing well, it depends in certain on how situations. You, how, you, how you positioned it. Was it posi- positioned Sometimes. at the back? Sometimes. When you need, a, when you need action in the years. front, yeah. but storage in the back. Oh. And you just, you just go like you know, You know which group of people... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> You know which group of people are avid users of fanny packs? Yeah, white people. <laughs> <laughs> also, <laughs> ravers. Oh, because that's where you put your pills, that's right? Like you get every, little pills, every, little bottle of water. Everybody has a little fanny pack. Yeah, okay. Mm, okay. It's practical. Is this hot right now? Fanny packs are back? Bum bags? In, back. In, yeah, at raves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because, okay. yeah, that, that's right. You, you've... Uh, out of everyone here, you, you've been to one recently. <laughs> You're the probably the closest. Right. Yeah, yeah, we to are a rave. not a raver. Not a, no, not. <laughs> I'd like <laughs> to. Nope. I'd like to, but like, let's no. go to a let's go to a dark, stinky room filled with a bunch of strangers no. who are all trying to touch me. No, uh, and are on pills. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> That doesn't sound good to you? No. Yeah. But the music great. makes it worth it. Yeah, I was going to say. That's great. <laughs> no. <laughs> now imagine oh, you're wow. in a pandemic. There's a lot of distress coming no. out. <laughs> so, Where did you go to a rave? In India. In the middle of Indian a pandemic? Rave. Yeah. What the fuck? Shushma's we, making decisions. They're living out there. They're living wild out there. <laughs> <clears throat> did you get COVID when you went back well, to India? <laughs> oh, there's a story. <laughs> I did, actually. <laughs> you just couldn't not rave. You're like, you know, there's a rave. I'm raving in it. <laughs> oh, this is so good. So, <laughs> Ray Charles, Rave Charles, as some will call him. He, I'm sure he's had a rave or two. Oh, yeah. Name. Look at this guy. So, he is, uh, he's an American icon. He's a rhythm and blues legend. So it turns out back in the day he was actually a shill for Coca-Cola. So he did he, he um, changed sides. Yes, this is 1968. See, this is just a commercial about Coca-Cola. We don't, this is a Pepsi show. We're not watching all this. Anyway, he gets hooked up with Pepsi, maybe because some people remembered he was part of Coke and he's like, I've switched allegiances. My, it's me signaling my own right. allegiance shift to indicates pay. to soulful America. He just got paid. Well, he got paid a lot of money yeah. too. And he gets covered with at least no fewer than three sexy ladies who are just like pawing him the entire time. I'll be singing too. So mm-hmm. that's all it takes. A can of Pepsi. 
I, I guess so. Yeah. I need to go try this. You have the yeah. blues. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> come pull me. So, <laughs> now, where I, I don't know the exact details of how this campaign developed. That you got the right one, baby. Uh huh. Right. We're gonna hear the full on like the the legit mix. This was a remix, bluesy remix, right? We were all feeling the blues, early uh, nineties hangover. But I think this is the original one. You know, when you got it right, you got it right. Whether you're talking about this, or yeah, whether you're right. talking about the one and only Diet Cola that does it for Ray, Diet Pepsi. Mm. You know, nothing tastes as good to me as Diet Pepsi. <laughs> Maybe you can see again. Mm. No, no. All right, now who's the wise guy? Join the Diet Pepsi taste drive. Was that now, Coke in the that's background? The, right one, yeah. the taste drive. Okay, a lot, lot of things happening there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's break this down. What, what was that? Was that an actual commercial? This is a real commercial, yeah. It would, what? 1989, great year. We all agree. <laughs> it's it's got a, not before us. It's got a certain vibe to it of like. But you don't want to put people. your competitor's product in front this of This is how much swag they had at the time. They were like, we've got Ray Charles. We just came off this hot Michael J. Fox campaign where he makes a robot and dates Aunt Becky. It's crazy. Uh, and now we've got, we just stole the thunder of Coca-Cola. We stole their guy, Ray Charles, from mm, 30 years prior. 20 years prior, excuse me, 20 years prior. But uh, so that for those of you at home, he is handed a, Ray Charles is blind, by the way. <laughs> you, sh- yeah. you should know this, listener. Listener. If you don't know it, just pause the show. Look, look him up. Go listen to what I'd say. And we'll be caught up. But he gets handed a can of Diet Coke and whatever, like the taste drive was the slogan. But he, at the end, he says, now that's the right one, baby. And I think that is what triggers this oh. entire song remix. I think you're reading too much into this. <sighs> but <he's>, am I? <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop talking. You are, Why am I here? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> For exactly comments like this is why this is why I brought you here. This is how my brain works. This is this is how our job works too. It's just a lot of this. Yeah. Um, So let's let's get the real the real deal cooking. All right. You know when it's right. You know. Yeah, soulful again. Remember this? The blues. You hold it, ladies. Sexy ladies. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so they're combining. Oh, You got the right one, baby. Oh, this commercial is not over. You know when it's right. You know when you taste it. You got Oh, yeah. Wow, it's still going. So there are mm, a different version. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I mean, this campaign went on for years okay. of just different variations. 
So is that what stuck? You got the right one, baby? You got the right one, baby, uh-huh. Yeah, that became the new choice of a generation. Like, that that was the one that they were looking for. This one had, you know, it was sticky, right? It was real. It had some adhesion to the cultural memory. But it's also one of these where, because I was, uh, you know, 11, 10, 11 years old at this time, I don't know if this was actually a thing people talked about. Or do they do commercials where it seems like it's a thing that people are talking about? So you start thinking like, well, everybody's talking about this. Like when you do 15 different remixes of the Uh-huh Baby song and you're you're showing people from around the globe singing it in their languages or whatever, you're like, yeah, I think people are really into this. Mm-hmm. I think people are really buying Diet Pepsi and they yeah. love Ray Charles and they love one calorie per refreshing drink yeah. and they love sexy ladies and they love uh, groovy gospel bass lines. I mean, this was clearly like America focused. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. India has its own Pepsi machine. Um, and in India, just one? yeah, <laughs> the the tagline that stuck <laughs> for whole India, yeah, yeah. all of it. Uh, there's a lot of you too. It's constantly being refilled. <laughs> so there's no Ray Charles, but there was like a tagline, and it has a song that goes with it, and it's like "Ye dil mange more," which is like your heart wants more. Your heart wants more Pepsi. Yeah. So and and to this day, that's still the. Oh really? Yeah, I think oh. it's from like the 90s to today. It's okay. still oh, been wow. okay. Can I give you some homework? Can you gather some yeah, Indian Pepsi commercials for the next time we talk about oh, Pepsi for an hour I'm and a sure half? I'm sure if you Google Pepsi Shah Rukh Khan, like the same Michael J. Fox one will come up. Yes. I'm kind okay. of tempted to do All that. Right. Well, so just let's, to, that's a tease. That's okay. a promise. Right. We're going we're gonna to make that promise. Keep it next time. But we're going to keep it next time for the next show. And that's how we get the folks coming back, you guys. Catherine, you're about done with this episode. I'm sorry. I'm fighting very, very fast now. I feel like we need now. to give her a little bit of Pepsi. She writes right. the, oh, the that's right. right. Dancing. Listen. The right one. It's right around the corner. Yeah. And then you'll be singing and dancing too. And, and oh, yay. The bass is in the other room. You can play your funky gospel bass lines. <laughs> I know you do it at home. Do we have that Pepsi here? We have Pepsi um, we're very cl- we're very close to the point where oh the Pepsi's God. on offer will be available. Oh. So I, I told you guys taste Ooh. test episode, taste what? test episode. Ah, so exciting. So look, uh, this again, everybody was doing this, and the thing that became the the hand motion mm-hmm. for the original uh, ninety one ad campaign, what that everybody was trying to figure out, like, well, how are they doing that? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm thirsty for Pepsi. The thing that was pulled from this is when he does that list of if it's. Uh, you know, whatever he says, if it's something, 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 if you could read that list off, like remember it and recite it, mm-hmm. that meant something. You had cultural currency oh. if you were 10 years old. What? Like this was a thing. And again, t-shirts, hats. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Fanny packs. Ugh. And bum bags. <laughs> covering both. So... <laughs> This goes on forever. We love Ray Charles. I love this song. This song is a banger, I think. It's a good song. I mean, it moves, right? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I like this kind of music, though. So anything that sounds kind of like this, even if it's a Pepsi commercial, I'd be like, yeah, let's turn this up, please. But what happens sometimes is you lose a grip on generations, right? You lose, you're like, we're trying, we're always looking for the next Pepsi generation. We've built our brand around it. Well, right now we've built it around Ray Charles, but Ray's going to die at some point. So we have to be prepared to go back to the generation thing that really worked for us. So they start a new program, a new uh, campaign around 1997, 1998. These are known as the bad years of the 90s. Uh, Really lackluster, disappointing. 
Horrible. Um, So, but they are labeling that generation, Generation Next. Now, it's interesting. Mm. We're going to watch this video, but the aesthetics, to my eyes, having lived through the time, of course, are like, okay, so they're trying to make this cool in a way it would have been cool five years ago. Like, this is Mm. early 90s, like a Red Hot Chili Peppers kind of vibe. But it's 1997, 98. People are listening to corn and wearing Jinko jeans and things like that. It's a terrible time. But let's see how out of touch Pepsi becomes. So we're skateboarding. We're wearing rave clothes. We're doing a, yeah, unbelievable type of thing. Got some cowboys in the city. I mean, everything about this is wrong for 1997. Okay, they go back to So, generation I mean, just a terrible, all around, everything about this is awful. In my opinion, maybe you were really into it, Catherine? Uh, no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> to note, Pepsi did do the, in the future... Pepsi does the the commercial with uh, Beyonce, doesn't don't they? Uh, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah, it was Beyonce uh, in the pink? Gladiator Stadium? Yeah, oh. Isn't that Pepsi? Yeah, or is it could Coca-Cola? be. I don't know. No, that's Pepsi. She seems like Britney? she would be Pepsi. Britney, Britney Beyonce. Britney was yes. the Pepsi girl yes. for a long time. Yes, absolutely. And she was asked in interviews, "Do you really like Pepsi?" And, and if she, like, of course, she said, "Yeah." Yeah. Yeah, no, you, she's crazy. The, yeah. yeah, the check's clear. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Pepsi's love it. amazing. It's great. <laughs> and this was a thing that Pepsi was, you know, this is how Pepsi battles with Coke. Right. The colossus of Coke, which will never go away, right? right. Uh, is they, they came just, after Coke, though. Yeah, yeah. But they just start going for celebrity endorsements. They're like, we need B to C list celebrities that we can afford who will stoop to this level, to our level, and shill our product. Sorry, Ray. I didn't mean that. No, but you can see the images from this commercial, especially the budget on this. There's so many people. There's so many outfits. There's different studios. Yeah, this costs a lot of money, and there's no celebrity. Swing and a miss. The entire thing, like it doesn't connect with anything relevant at the time. But they just went forever. They, they. That was probably a 14 day shoot. Which brings us to where we are today, 1995. Where we are today. (laughs) <laughs> but we traveled back, remember? Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. we're, st- we're in the uh, addition at my, my parents' back. house in Howell, Michigan. Yeah. It's where we are today. 1995. This is... Uh, I'm six years old. This is the... <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, we know you're around. I mean, 95 was... You were everywhere. I saw you there. This is, uh, this is how uh, the Coke v. Pepsi battle culminates, right? Let's let's check this out. This will be the last one, and we'll go back to the present. Thanks, Dylan. Here's Coke. Woo! What can I get you? Ah, blueberry pie and uh, Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. So we got two guys. We have a Pepsi truck driver and a Coke truck driver at a diner. Can they get along? It looks like they might. They sit next to each other. They shake hands. Working late on the highway. A truce. Yeah. The kids. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh, the Coke guy's like, here, try some. Pepsi guy's looking around. Yeah, I can get away with this. 
have some Pepsi, Coke guy. Well, Pepsi guy's not giving it back. Or Coke guy's not giving the Pepsi back. And then their fight breaks out. Nothing else is a Pepsi. Now, look, a little bit of trivia for you guys. I know you were wondering, the guy, the Pepsi truck driver. I just recognize him. You recognize him from the 1991 Chill Wave commercial. He's the guy with the straw hat and the sunglasses in the original What is the Hand Motion thing commercial, the teaser commercial. Same guy. Looks like he stuck with Pepsi. He was a character <laughs> actor. He, uh, you'd see him on a lot of uh, Boy Meets World uh, level yeah. sitcoms and things like that. Mm. Um, Home Improvement too, maybe. Yeah. I think he was around. Anyway, you guys, this has been very exciting. It's time to go back to the present, though, because we have more of the show. Apparently, we've got more to do. <laughs> we'll try to be quick about it. And please strap yourself back in. Please be safe. That's right. Oh, Shrishma, actually, you, your jacket's caught in the door. If you oh, might want to just... Sorry. There you go. No, I just... I don't want you to ruin your jacket. I don't know what time travel does to jackets when they're hanging outside the vehicle, so... And we're back. Okay, so, wow. What a great detour that was. Are we going to get some Pepsi now? Shrishma, I'm glad you asked because we do have a taste test. Ooh. Good advice taste test. Give me... Oh, Two is, shakes of a lamb's tail. Listen, is the show it, is in your hands. Okay, is I'll be right back. Blind taste test. Yeah, it is. <gasps> oh, what? I'm gonna go prepare the samples. Yeah, don't like oh. trick us with coke. I can tell. Okay. Oh, try I, I wouldn't be able to. Try not to. <laughs> I will be right back. This is um, very professional. Prepared. Okay. We're getting three cups each, potentially two, two, two cups each. It's Paw Patrol. <laughs> just it's the only thing that's watched at my house. Paw Patrol. Um, just the nose this. And this could be either Pepsi or Coke, or these are different I types will, of I Pepsi. Will let you know. We're too excited. <sighs> but you know what they are. I'm going to try to confuse myself. Oh, okay. Oh. Gotcha. Are we, are we trying the same thing at, at the same time? Here's here's what you've been presented with. One of these is Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Classic, regular old Pepsi. Yeah. One of these is Pepsi Max. Oh, yeah. I need you. If I don't know the difference. What does that mean? You have to question everything? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Because I I would never buy Pepsi, but I only buy Pepsi Max. If I don't know the difference, Mm -hmm. shame on me. What is it? Yeah. I mean, how does this change your buying habits? I have confused myself. I've mixed up the thing. Please sample. Please tell me which one is... The Pepsi Max. Are the cups the same? I think that's the Max. This is the Max. Okay. Yeah, I'm fairly sure. Now, I think this is the Max. On the bottom of your cup, it may be an X. If there's an X, it's a regular Pepsi. Oh, fuck. Yay! Did you Yay. get it? I got it. You got, I got it. it. I did not get it. Shrishma, actually, what you drank there were two cups of Coca-Cola. I Ray Charles'd you. <laughs> <laughs> Both just regular Coke. You got the right one. You got the wrong one, baby. Exactly right. Who's the wise guy, right? I mean, it turned out it was me. You were never going to win. <laughs> Listen, you guys. You had no chance. I think that changed everything, the way that we see everything. Now, we made a promise at the beginning of the show. People, Catherine. Yes. Comments, questions. 
You did get Pepsi Max? Absolutely. Okay. But I did it did. on smell. But Which? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm. Okay. Which one do you prefer? Oh, normal Pepsi. Right. Because it's the, it's the um, false sugar that's unpleasant. It's unmistakable. Inmis- unmistakable, yeah. I think it's more sugar in Pepsi than Coke. Yes. Do we know? I think, I think well, so. I mean, it certainly tastes that way. It does. Which one did you prefer? Pepsi Max. It's my favorite. <laughs> I could drink gallons of that every day. Nom, 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 nom. What are we looking at here? Guys, remember I pr- promised the audience who showed up oh, by mistake yeah. looking for some actual good advice. We were going to mm. give it. So, mm. Of course, yeah. What I've done here is uh, every time we do this, I, I pull up an old magazine that has an advice column and I read it to you guys and then you give your answer. So mm. this is from an old sassy magazine since we were in the 1990s. Uh, this was actually a column called Dear Boy. Here we have the artist Beck, Precocious Sage Beck. Is this part of your Beck. collection also? This, I was not a reader of sassy <laughs> magazine, but many young women of my age at that time certainly were this right. is a, a sort of geared towards that well sassy is cool i mean right. here's the thing i'm pro sassy because right. i think it's a good thing for young women to have access to right. they should i wish it was still around is it still around Probably write us in I've info never, at the sort heard about it it's a very 90s thing so here's here's the deal somebody writes in the topic is boyfriend's a bum oh as in uh shiftless and lazy not uh Dump the bum Mm. <laughs> Bernice yeah. is already weighing in with her response. Here's <laughs> my problem. It. That's a wrap. <laughs> yep. yep. This um, has been good advice. Get out. <laughs> Here's my problem. Whenever my boyfriend and I go out, oh. I have to pay for everything. I work and he doesn't. So if I want to do something, I have to pay. It's starting to make me really mad. How can I get him to start paying his fair share? Uh, signed, Becoming Broke. Ladies... Help this person out. Yeah, just wake up, love. I mean, you've made it too easy for him. He's never going to get a job because, like, he can just sponge off you. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Is there any hope for this relationship or is it just cut it off? Like a Band-Aid. Especially in the 90s. I think we have more equality now. Yes. But back in the day, she would probably... Be embarrassed that she would pay probably hand him her card and ask him to like pretend to pay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i think you know this is a time of economic security the yeah. 1990s so like there are jobs available like he can go get a job he can get a everybody's job. employed like, first you, like you should ask him to get a job if he can okay that's constructive right like if it's really good right then ask, him ask him to get, get a, job. a job like, like yeah you know if, if he's doing all the right it, things right um, and then if not, dump him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's clearly not doing the right things because it's not like he's, sh- it's, I don't know. It's not like he's showing any remorse or, no. I mean, sh- surely like if your girlfriend's paying for everything, then you should be thinking, I, I need to pay my own way. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it should be. Yeah, I, I, I think he's clearly just a sponger of life. Yeah. That's. Dump him. You're, you're sticking with correct. dump. Okay. Yeah. Dump. Now let me lay out a scenario where this is a you know a magazine for teens, right? Mm. It's oh. probably becoming broke's. Let's say first relationship, right? Like first serious. Oh. We've been going out for more than Not six months. Bad. Relationship. So maybe maybe the boyfriend, the boy, the bum boyfriend, maybe he's like. 15, 16 or whatever. I mean, she has a job. Clearly she has money. Well, maybe she's oh, just God, rich. That's true. Are they, she might be rich. So 
Did the they specify what, what they're doing? Do they, mm-hmm. Is it like going to the movies or get a Pepsi? <gasps> <gasps> oh. I think you got the right one, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think she's got the right one. But. Uh, no. I'm just, all I'm saying is that uh, if... Oh my it's God. more innocent than we think it is. Just from the magazine itself. Listen, it's not... As somebody who's been a boyfriend, I mean, we're awfully dumb, right? So sometimes we don't know. Mm. Sometimes, if you're oh, 15, you 16... pointed no. out. Let's, Maybe... Let's not feign ignorance. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm being honest. I'm not saying it's right. But I will say that it, in my life, I certainly had some very nice, patient girlfriends who were like, you got to pull your head out of your ass. Right. And it yeah. really helped. So yeah. I would say maybe try that first. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, now you're on board with this? I mean. Well. <laughs> be no nice about it. No, I'm a bitch. Okay. <laughs> Listen, you guys, we've covered a lot of ground today. <laughs> we've watched a lot of old television. Yes. We drank some sodas. We stopped the show in the middle and ate a hamburger. That really happened, folks. You didn't see that. We'll cut that out. (laughs) It was really good. Uh, It was very nice. This has been a wonderful time. Hey, Catherine Sherlock, Mm. thank you so much for continuing to show up. I don't know why you do it, but you do. And we love that you do every time. I have nowhere else to go, frankly. Please heal. (laughs) I mean, it's fair. It's fine. Where where are we supposed to go in this snow for one? (laughs) Oh, boy. Give me a tight five on the weather in Iceland. Go! Shurzman Ike, thank you. (laughs) Nailed it. Thank you so much for being here. I actually know why you show up, so there's no question about that, but I'm still glad that you do. I enjoy it. It's good fun. Next time. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Really awkward handoff there. Sorry. Shurzman has more to say. Please tell us. I was just going to say, next time we should do Coke. Yeah, shouldn't we, though? Big energy. (laughs) Ah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Commercials. There you go. That's why we keep you around. Right. Bringing the magic. that out. (laughs) The commercial Um, (laughs) part. Commercial. I am totally in support. I've been uh, converted. I'm totally into you drinking Pepsi Max. If only because you just seem to really like it. And why shouldn't you have things that you like? It is really good. I do recommend it. And you are convinced that the Pepsi Max is better than the regular Pepsi? Yes. Well, I've got a surprise for you. Actually, I don't. I was going to try to fake out a switcheroo of like, <laughs> got all I said one thing, but I actually meant another. No. But I, I don't have anything to back that up with. But hey, thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Um, would you come fun. back and talk about other Pepsi commercials with us? Yes. Would you talk about Coke commercials with us? Yes. Would you talk about Royal Crown RC Cola commercials with us? <gasps> I don't know. Well, there's only one that I'm aware of, so it would be very <laughs> short if we did end up doing that. That's the uh, third tier cola. It's the ranking in the U.S. is Coca-Cola, Pepsi-Cola, RC-Cola. Mm. RC-Cola what pretty about good. Tab? Tab was a That was a cola drink. Product. Yes. But was it a Coke, Coke product? Coke. Yeah, that was kind of the Pepsi Max of Coca-Cola for a while because yeah, it was like low calorie, right? Yeah. Like Or Nutrasweetie. It was or, disgusting. Oh, the other thing is probably should have opened with this, but Pepsi Max was invented in the U.S. in the early 90s. The commercials are really boring, though. That's why I didn't show them to you. They are. And it was only a third of the calories, and eventually it was discontinued and then just shuffled off to Europe, which is why you have it today. So congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Turned out to be a shrewd business move. As ever, well done, Pepsi. And also, well done, 
Mr. Michael J. Fox right. and your robot yes. doppelganger. This has been good advice. Oh, hey, thank you for listening, by the way. Uh, if you want to talk to us about old commercials uh, or Pepsi or Pepsi Max or Coca-Cola or Coca-Cola New Coke or Coke Classic. You know, but America has lots of flavors of Coke. And I think the, the vanilla. Yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> the vanilla Coke is actually pretty good. It was it was exciting at the time. I don't know if it holds up. I haven't had okay, it in a very long I time. I haven't had it in a while, too. There's also orange vanilla Coca-Cola. Guys, we have so many. We've got like nine episodes right. lined up of yeah. just cola talk. We haven't even talked about 7-Up in the spot yet. Yeah. It's the spot that uh, wears sunglasses. Wasn't his name Fido? <laughs> what? The, what? The Sprite Man? The, the skinny guy with the hair? Fido Dido. Don't. Wow. Don't what? No. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Thanks. We're going to. Wasn't he a Sprite Man? I think he was, he was. I think so. Fido Dido is like is a weird. We got to talk about that. Okay. Okay. Because he was also did bumpers for Saturday morning cartoons at one point. Okay. It was really okay. weird. But just designed by a t-shirt graphic artist. Guys, if that's not a tease for next time, I don't know what is. Thank you for listening. <laughs> write us in at info at the if you would like to. Also, please rate and review us. Uh, this has been until next time uh, the best of the very good advice. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Good night. So in the past, we have talked about a little something I like to call monster cereals mm. of the 1970s, 80s, and 90s, That's, right? Now. So your booberry. Yes. Listen, we talked about it. My favorite one was Count Chocula. There's Frank and Berry. There's Fruity Mummy. Mm. There's Fruit Brute occasionally. My favorite is booberry, right? Right. Now, I sent you guys a picture recently from my time abroad in the United States of America. Mm. I was there visiting my mommy, and we went to Target, and they had a whole end cap filled with these monster cereals, because right. again, it is uh, October, Halloween. right? Yes. Now, I promised you guys I would try to smuggle some back to oh, Iceland. What? So, one moment. He bought us some booberry. Oh, my God. <gasps> what <laughs> is this? He actually got oh. us a pack of booberries. Family size. Now That's look, crazy. take a look at this. Pass it around. I'm going to get some bowls. I'm going to have 50th you. 50th anniversary. 50th anniversary. Well, happy birthday, little booberry. Little stonery booberry. With marshmallows. Oh, there are marshmallows. Okay. Look, I'm going to get some bowls. You can pour out as much as you want to sample. Okay. And we're going to try it live on the air. Okay. okay. Oh. This is a segue into our food show. That we apparently have. <laughs> we'll, tell, we'll put this in good advice. We'll be talking cereals again. Oh, nutritional facts. General Mills. Sugar? 100%. <laughs> yeah. Is it? The biggest thing is sugar. <laughs> yeah. Describe the box. What do we have on the back there? I don't think they've upgraded their packaging, though, in 50 years. I feel like. This was what it was 50 years ago. Yeah. Well, because we saw a more modern version. Okay. The monsters have a new mash. Meet Boo, the ghost with the most. (laughs) Boo Berry is the backbone of the brand, which is pretty remarkable for someone without a skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) When he's not not busy keeping Frankenberry and... Count Chocula, Chocula yeah, from yeah. fighting over whose songs 
whose cereals are the See, best. ghosts do exist. He's laying down wicked electric guitar solos this is- on the new Monster Great. Mash. He's my cereal He's soulmate. Your, yeah, I was going to say. Can, we can scan this and hear the new mon- Monster Mash. Really? That's what it says. All right, give it over to the boo. Oh. Let's see. Where and then see? you can show, show off your fancy footwork. Okay. <laughs> Wave your ghost arms in the air. <laughs> Swivel your hips. Like you just then don't stop care. and go boo. Oh, okay. <laughs> but how do I scan it? Just uh, just point your camera. Point your at, camera at, at it. it. It'll give you a link. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Fancy. Okay. <laughs> Booberry has QR code technology. Pretty. Before pretty slick. you mash, we need your age. Why, Whoa. bitch? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's okay. It's I mean, it's, a, it's like an ad song. Oh, okay. That was it. Okay. And then it's on repeat. And there's a video that goes with it. Oh, video too. Okay. All right. I'm going to have a great time later tonight. I was trying to move around the wires. I think it's open on the other side there. So we have now. Look, I mean, this is a massive box of cereal. This is a really big box. I, I put this into my suitcase. American cereals, man. They just like. Look to at this booberry with his electric guitar. This you. is amazing. I'm actually really excited about this. I think maybe I need a few more. You should probably I have was, some more. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, very, yeah, yeah. Very, very not generous. I mean, I understand the hesitation because it is. I mean, it's glossy with sugar. Just looking at it, you know, you eat, you eat with your eyes first, gang. Mm. Um, and, and it has marshmallows, which is basically sugar. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is the best. Have you had? Did you have some in the U.S.? No, no, no. This will be the first I've had in several years. Okay. So I've been looking forward to this. It even has like blue coloring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just as I remember it. Yeah. And this was your favorite. This was my favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was obviously like a reward cereal, like a special occasion type of cereal. You're not having this all the time. It's like Fruit Loops, kind of. Mm-hmm. Tricks, maybe. Yeah. A bit of tricks action with some some mallows. I don't know, Sherlock. What do you think? Pretty. Mm. I mean, it's sugary. I mean, it's not inedible. But I mean, clearly. You, you, this is not nutritious. No. It's a, it doesn't even claim to be part of a balanced breakfast. Mm. I don't see that. 
Didn't we promise something about dessert in oh, the other yeah. show? Yeah. Was it, was it dessert? Mm, we just finished recording a snooze episode where we forgot the promise that we were supposed to make. So it has something to do with dessert. Again, we'll fix it in the edit. Just your strategy. Culture eats something for breakfast, lunch, lunch and, and dinner. dinner. But mm. we didn't figure out what dessert This was. is dessert. This is it. Booberry. I didn't eat booberry. I didn't want mm-hmm. to reveal it, but that... So, for those of you who listen to all the episodes, this is, this is it. Booberry. But it doesn't make the milk taste nice. Mmm. Because I hate milk. Oh. You don't think it's going to turn your milk blue? But it doesn't have a taste. Maybe I ate the cereal too fast. I should have let it soak more. Mm. If you were distracted by your Saturday morning cartoons, maybe it would yeah. have more dissipation time. All right. Sleepy well, time, people. Yeah. It is sleepy time. Now it really is. There it is. Booberry. Congratulations. Mm. Direct, direct to you. Wow. From I, uh, the yeah. US of A. That's probably the Thanks. most exotically mm-hmm. non-nutritious thing I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you going to enjoy it? Like, do you, do you still, was your satisfaction level the same? It tastes like I remember. So that in itself has value. Okay. It's not great. <laughs> mm. Is it my favorite though? Could be. Could be. Could okay. be. I mean, it's cereal. Okay. Cereal has a okay. ceiling, you know? Yeah. But I mean, like cinnamon toast crunch. Do you think so, huh? I think that, yeah. Like I would eat, uh, like if you this box was cinnamon toast crunch, mm-hmm. you would not have anything left. Listen, we're gonna do a whole episode about CTC. Okay, I've got a whole. I've, I've been assembling okay. a, a reel for you. Okay, because I know you want to know about cinnamon toast crunch, where it comes from. Yeah. Did you know that there are chefs involved in cinnamon toast crunch? No. Three cartoon chefs. <laughs> what? Really? Mm, we'll learn more about that. Okay. Yeah. That'll be this episode. We'll do this later. We'll right. Do this episode later. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's it. That's all we had to do was just sample the booberry. Booberry. That's good advice. Good advice. The complete 22 piece podcast. Adult assembly required. Light bulb not included.